hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Straight after our European exploits in the Intertoto Conference Cup. The level, was it the level we're supposed to be at? The level we're at? Or what did the commentator say? This say He said, it's a good learning experience for Celtic. I'm like, oh. anyway, talking about learning experiences, I'm here to be learned by uh, the great Mikey Dahl. How you doing, Mikey? And uh, our Euro- European correspondent, the holy goalie, Paul McCulgan. Evening. So I would say good evening, but the evening's already went, and that wasn't very good. So I'm happy you two are here because I love the I love the holy goalie D-drill uh, angle because we know we're going to get sparks, and Paul McCulgan will just tell me yes or no pretty quickly. I just sparks I, you get from uh, Mikey Dow. Uh, anything to go with last week, he was the. Uh, it was the, the the COVID ground zero for me a couple of weeks ago. Dishing out the COVID. <laughs> Dishing out the COVID. Do you think Mikey Dow gave you the COVID? Is that what you're saying? Live on Sky. It was a it was a it was a fusty fusty Irishman that gave you the COVID. <laughs> the, the Irishman came by negative, as far as I'm aware, Mikey. Really? Uh, he, for me, he was the, he was ground zero. Yeah. <laughs> Before we talk about the football. Uh, I got this lovely video last week of uh, Paul McCulgan just dancing outside a nightclub and I don't get I get jealous sometimes during the year but not really but just I could have been there with you Mr McCulgan I could have been there and done done it justice the fact, you, COVID? the fact that you were dancing and then it, was, it, was, it wasn't the women that were looking a couple of the men looked up didn't they like this is the world we're in now holy I, mean, I had the dance floor on the, in the palm of my hand. I felt like king of the world. It wasn't for the fact that I, don't, I got a knock back from the club five minutes earlier, but... Like, so why, why do you get a knock back? Because you don't have... What, because I, you look I, Eastern European or something? I don't, I don't have ID. I don't have ID on me. My, uh, my driving licence is down the side of the couch and I can't retrieve it. But you're a, you're a father now? You're a, you're a man I know, with a beard? I like... I, 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 I used all these tactics. They were adamant that no ID, no entry. Uh, Stevie, I tried to show them my uh, LinkedIn profile. See if that worked as ID, but no, afraid not. Not none of this thing. I swapped IDs with Stevie. I tried to get me Stevie's ID. That didn't work. <laughs> Your Stephen was yeah, a miniature. Every trick in the book was pulled. Your Stephen was a miniature place today. A miniature uh, world and. Martin, Martin's the younger brother, so Martin said, ah, uh, wasted day. No, I just thought the miniature world looked absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, Where yeah, was but, he? I don't know, some sort of miniature world. He's Annie Mary. Annie Mary, Mikey, him and Annie Mary are tight. So, we had. Anyway, I'm happy. It's going to be a good evening. Let's make it a good evening with a, a frank conversation about. Glasgow Celtic and what it takes to win European football games so I missed the first 10 minutes because I was trying to beat my son at Mario Kart <laughs> and I did. I did then, yeah. then then who, who, who was your uh, character? I, I, I was the baby something it's like a little yellow guy but I was the baby version of him Lenny or something like that something that they're new guys Mario Kart or something it's moved on so I came in and my first view was 
I don't think he's picked the right team. No, on you go. You start with that then. So I, th- I thought he picked the wrong team. Sample. When, when, I didn't think it was the right team either, to be perfectly honest with you. I thought it was too attacking. I thought Rogic and O'Reilly, both both very good going forward, but not much going back, particularly Rogic. I don't think he's cracked back uh, in the whole time he's been at Celtic. But that's not to say uh, that I would have picked something totally different. I think Hatati, where he's been impressive at, well, the game against Rangers, for example, it was impressive going forward, but also tracking back. He's a complete box-to-box midfielder, which is just not what uh, Rogic is. Uh, where, and by having him on the pitch, you're also re- releasing McGregor to go a bit more advanced as well, which I think that's still McGregor's strength, although uh, I do think that he's probably the best defensive midfielder. Uh, it, again, it would just release him, but that that never happened. I would have possibly went with Gakimakis uh, up front, but I can understand why he wanted uh, Maeda playing. If if he's pressing football, Maeda's your man. But who's he pressing? But so so, Mikey, you jump in. Who's Maeda pressing when they set up with that system? So, Bodo Gimp set up a system where Maeda, what, 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 was his, what was his intention in the first half? Does he come deep to get the ball? Does he push the defenders back the way? Is he there to chase defenders when they're getting the ball in the six yards? Six yards? What, what was his sole function? I see what his function was in the second half, a bit clearer, but I don't really understand what a striker's job is. What was his What was his role in the first half, Mikey? Uh, did you What do you think? I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I, still, I don't really know what he was supposed to be doing. I think they totally spooked us with their with their system. I mean, and they shouldn't have done that. That's what's slightly uh, concerning from from my point of view. I mean, you know, they were <clears throat> they were also coming to press us high up the pitch when they had the ball. As far as I could see, we couldn't really cope with that. Um, see that. See when they drop the two centre halves either side of the goalie at a bye kick, yeah. like I, I don't know, like it just it completely, and then you know so then Maeda I don't know he's not he's not doing anything but they're see to be honest I, I mean you know there you say oh I picked the wrong team and blah I honestly don't think it mattered tonight I just think they were much better drilled at the system that they were playing than us much more composed and calm on the ball. So even if we'd had Jack and Marcus up front, I don't know. I just I don't think it would. See, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy that. But then, Holy, what do you think? No, no, go for it. Well, like, what it wasn't as evident in the first half as it was in the second half, where they just had four, two banks of four men in front of in front of the eighteen yard box, and so as you say, there was probably no one there to press. We were getting, we were getting the ball out wide and crossing it in, right. and. Maida is not the, the biggest of guys, although he did score with the head eventually. Uh, but I think Jack and Marcus would have been a better out ball. Definitely, it's, definitely. It's not, it's not even an out ball, which is just basically a, a target. But it, it's essentially would be a target man up front, which uh, Maida wasn't. 
if they are playing so deep and having two balls, uh, two banks of four, then you're not playing the ball over them. So yeah. you're, you're losing Maida's pace. Uh, and if they're playing really, really deep, two banks of four, then there's not much room for Maida to just be a pest and, uh, and and run at defenders to unsettle them. So uh, like, I think that's potentially where we got wrong. But. Okay, so, right, Mikey, I know you're saying they're a good team and everybody was saying they're a good team. But ma- sometimes football's just basic math. Right, so how many times did we have three players stand in the defensive line, and they had four or five players pressing us, and we were very hesitant at just pinging that ball past their midfield and into feet. If Gio's there, he picks the ball up, and then the game changes because we've got three players, they've got four players or five players chasing us around. You just move the ball quicker in the middle of the park. No. And it sticks, and once it sticks, then then if you want to play Riley and Rogic, that's fine. But then they, they can you can bounce the ball back to them, and then you can stick it out to the wing. Where this pushing the ball to the wing and moving it after a while, well, the way they were playing, they they played well as in moving round the pitch. And the first goal they score, they've moved around the pitch so much that we've got nobody overlapping. The guy comes in, but the fact of the matter is that. We, we need to be a bit more challenging and get that ball, fizz it in in the middle of the pack, pitch and hold the ball up and, and break those those banks of four, get in behind them. I 100% agree, but I don't. that's not the way we play. Like we're, we're, I don't care that, about the way they, I don't care about the way Celtic play. Celtic yeah, need to the, win the, the bloody does, game. It doesn't matter. Does. Celtic need to win the game. That's what Celtic's job is. <laughs> Angie can do whatever he likes but to win the game against a Norwegian team you first of all have to get put a number at disadvantage they're playing too many players pressing us we get the ball in quick defeat that's simple football then you, you guy turns pass it back to Roger moves the ball out quickly and then gets the ball in and we, we just didn't do that in the first half we moved the ball round we gave the ball to Starfelt Starfelt goes out goes out to Greg Taylor Greg Taylor then Dranovic wanders in in the middle of the pitch Therefore, making it more more players in the in the in the in the midfield area, block it up. But if you take Juranovic out the side of the pitch and play a four back four, then you're creating more space for people to come in, make themselves free to get that ball in. Like this is uh, football. This isn't systems. We've got to win a game at Celtic Park. Just do what you're supposed to do to win the game. Don't forget about what you're supposed, what you think you're doing, or what you like. Okay, sorry. I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll I, get, I, I get what you're saying, but that is that's not the way Ange does stuff. He, you know, he wanted to do to them exactly what they what they did to us. You know, we tried to press them, and they just played it really quick, really slickly out from the back and played through us. Like you know, that first goal was like a hot knife through butter. That's what Ange wants us to do to them. He's not going to say, right, well, they're doing that to us, so just, you know, just create, get extra people in midfield or extra, and, and put it to them or stick a, stick a target man up front. That's, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't, you know, he, he's pretty, you, you listen to a lot of his press conferences, as do I. He's very resolute about okay. the way he wants Celtic to play. So, yeah, but I don't, I just look, t- t- Taylor's ball at Jota when Jota is slightly offside. Taylor clips it over the top, Jota springs. To do that, you've got to give yourself a bit of, a bit of, a bit of some, some, something to hit. 
I mean, if Jota scores that, is that anti Ange or whatever? Is that offending Ange tonight when he lies in his bed? And he's like, oh, I've scored two goals again. I mean, I, I don't. Celtic need to, as a football team, intelligent football team, need to react to what's in front of them. And if Boda turns up in a European game and worked out how to play us, we should have a we should have a reaction to that. Holy, I understand what you're saying about moving the ball, turning the ball, and moving it quickly. But they actually just borrowed David Province basically stretched the game right from the start. So like they they were pushing our defence, but at the same time they were they were defending a high line. They were they were defending on their 18 yard ball. So there's nothing. There is no long out ball at all. There, they're just okay. So, so let, let's get to that point then. So, Celtic are watching a Norwegian team pass the ball at their six yard line, right? Whatever, right? And I, I get that. I get what what it was. Yeah. But uh, ultimately, you're watching that. We're watching that, and that's not working for Celtic. So, as a as a football team, sometimes as a football team, you've got to get closer together as a team. You can't spread yourself right out the pitch. I mean, you're watching. I've never seen Glasgow Celtics football pitch have so many players on it covering so much of the surface. Sometimes a football team, you've got to just compress. Right, we're all here for each other. Instead of having Maeda running about chasing somebody's six yards, you, you can't play that type of football. Sometimes you're, you've just got to compress, wait for them to come and get to us, and then go take the ball off. I mean, they're not going to stand there at the start of the game and just pass the ball in the six-yard line. They have to come towards the halfway line. You wait for them to come, and then you start moving. That's what a lot of football teams do. We don't need to go and chase rabbits. And I, I, I would think, again, correct me if I'm wrong, then if you're playing for 90 minutes like Maeda was, then that, that must eat into your tiredness. You must get tired, and then your decision-making slightly goes. So I think sometimes you can play Angie's philosophy, but should, I mean, Mikey, I don't know, should we be out chasing top-class European players around the pitch if it's not really adding value? I mean, again, like... <clears throat> again, if the first 30 minutes, but after a while, you're like, this, this isn't working, these boys are good. These boys can pass the ball. They're no bothered about you guys running after them. They just pass it back. So why do it? I, I mean, I, I, I still think that if we... Uh, the problem tonight was we had absolutely no composure on the ball. If we did a bit of composure on the ball, um, I think they'd have tired, and I, and I think we would have, you know, would have probably got a draw. Um, I just let's say systems players, we didn't have any compo. You know, the two wide players like panicked. There was no one in the middle of the park that we could put their foot in the ball. And I, I tell you what, ironically, see in Europe. I think there's a case to play near beat on. It's just the centre, the central holding midfielder, because I think he's one of the few players that we've got that can actually put his foot on the ball amongst all the other madness. But so that if we are playing that high pressing game and it's not working, we we didn't have anyone from in my mind tonight <clears throat> within that system that could just put their foot on the ball and slow it down a little bit. Because as much as I like McGregor playing in the deep line role, I don't think. I don't think that works in Europe. I, I think it works in the SPL, but I, I don't think he can be just the pivot, the num, you know, the number six, whatever you call it. I actually thought Beaton when he did that against was it Leverkusen away or Ferencvaros. I thought he was playing it actually the way that that needed to be played, that role. So um, yeah, I, I just think it was 
exposure in the ball tonight, not not really the systems. Okay, Paulie, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. Like, Peter, it's a good shout from Mike here about Beaton. He's he, he is uh, um, head and on occasion you think well, what's, what's he doing? He's he's dilly dallying on the ball for a bit too long, but he always seems to come away with the ball, and uh, and that's the sort of calmness that uh, that Mikey was talking about. I think some of the wide players that. that, that we were get we were the ball was getting to Jota, it was getting to uh, Abada, but it wasn't like they weren't getting getting any. It wasn't a supply was being cut off to them. They were getting the ball, but they were just crossing it in every time. Nothing, nothing was happening with it at all. And this is where your point comes in, where after half an hour you, th- you think well this isn't happening. How do we change it? Mm-hmm. And they eventually changed it at sixty minutes and. Like, uh, in fact, it's probably a bit later than that when they end up playing four up front. But they were still they were still crossing the ball in at that point, and and it did get, it did bring some fruit with the goal because it yeah. was like a two on one situation. But I actually think we should be getting to the byline more, and then cutting it back mm-hmm. rather than just crosses from deep, which which weren't working. At least if you're getting, past, getting to the byline, you've got past the man, uh, and, and, and you're not. It's no longer an aerial battle, and that's when Maeda's movement should come to the fore. Well, see, here's the thing: that the, the inverted wing back stuff that we've okay, I've, I've had a laugh about it, but actually, the Irish commentators when I was watching were just like, Juranovic is getting in the way, way slightly, but taking your point there, Holy, then, but Juranovic should be the next player to get the pass, to keep the ball moving and then let them push up. Because, like, Man City, all they did last night, Man City, against Sporting Lisbon, was hit that byline, push it back. It's the exact same as you say, Holly. They just push the team right back and then put the ball in. I think Celtic are more than capable under the Angie system to do that. More than capable. But they don't seem to... The the, the strikers, the, the wingers seem to be out 30, 35 yards on an angle trying to beat a man. Whereas a inverted wing back coming past you down that channel should be then open to take a pass. I was watching Juranovic a lot and he, they, they, Bodo just seemed to have them have him hooked. They knew exactly where he was going to be. I'm like, that's a waste of, waste of a really good football player. You know what I mean? Because cause his, his, one of his key strengths is able to cross the ball. So if he goes the other side of Jota, and gets a really good cross in. But, but the way he was playing, he, he was just getting dragged into this sort of right midfield. Or, I just didn't I just, I didn't think it helped us tonight. I thought it was more of a hindrance. Oh, the fullback thing, I agree. The fullbacks didn't work tonight. At whatever it was, you know, they what I've seen them do before when it is effective is like you say, they they're inverted, so they come into the pitch and like they almost create space out, out wide for like O'Reilly or something like that to run into. None of that happened tonight. It was just all people, people were just getting in the way of each other. Also, um, also as well, Mikey is the is like Starfelt Carter Vickers gets the ball. Starfelt Carter Vickers gets the ball, and then they don't have a they don't have a right back to hit it to because yeah. he's wandered in. And sometimes in life, you just you know, I mean, it's like just get the ball out there, then we can move it around. It doesn't need to be inverted all the time. It just gives you a bit more space. 
and then you can move because it gets too predictable with those two players. How many times did you look out and Carter Vickers is trying to loft one over to Jota in the second half and they, they knew exactly what was going on. You could telegraph it. Yeah. And that's where someone like a beat on in the centre of midfield, if it's just someone, an option for Starfelt or Vickers to give the ball to and just a different option because we just didn't have we didn't have that that option tonight like you say it was Carter Vickers Starfield there was nothing there was no one coming short from the midfield to get to come and pick the ball up and get us a bit higher up the pitch it was just let's get it out wide um, very predictable the team that we played tonight were a good good team and I actually think that they are their fullbacks caused Taylor in particular a lot of problems. I mean, the number five, uh, I don't know the guy's name, maybe it's a big, big unit for a, a fullback, very, very, very quick as well. And he would be coming inside, and that's when they were pulling Taylor and pulling uh, Juranovic inside. And they probably aren't used to that in terms of like what they're up to domestically. There, there is no one there that would challenge them as much as... They, I mean, you might, you might see James Tavernier and whoever Rangers other fullback is at Barisic uh, could have done that against them, but they were, they were nowhere to be seen. We absolutely played them off the park. Juranovic had uh, Ryan Kent in his back pocket all night, and he, he didn't seem capable of doing that tonight, and that's maybe because... It wasn't just wingers that they were trying to mark. It was those overlapping wingbacks and inverted wingbacks that were uh, coming inside and they just couldn't cope. They were just getting pulled apart. And so the, the shape, uh, we lost our shape essentially. Yeah. But isn't that funny that they were doing exactly us with the inverted fullbacks? What we do to teams, and, but yeah. we didn't, we couldn't, there was, we didn't have any answer. But Angie, Angie said last week, we train in this intensity, we train these systems every single day, so the players know exactly what's expected of them. So in my tiny brain that thinks, well, you must be, we must know how to play that system that they're playing, because we play that system with 25 players every, every day at training. But it takes composure on the ball, like they had and we didn't. I, I thought we had composure on the bench. You know what I mean? Like, like Hattie, is, that's what he does. Geo, that's kind of what he does. He breaks up play, he gets in the ball. And I thought, well, Riley and Joe, uh, I actually thought the pitch was terrible as well. Like, I know we're going to start talking to the referee, you know. The, but the pitch was very sticky. A lot we 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 good play, we're about the 35th minute, and the ball was getting flicked around. But we were actually physically flicking the ball up over a port, over the their players to get some sort of movement in the ball. I just thought it looked kind of. It just didn't look slick enough for us to move the ball around at a really good tempo. And I, I like Rogic and I like O'Reilly for definite, but I think maybe it's just too it's too forward looking uh, in that in that type of game against that type of opponent who who are good. Underestimate them. When we thought we're going to go out here and blow them away in this first leg, and it just never happened. But you can't, like, uh, yeah, okay, maybe Angie's made that. But again, when has O'Reilly and Roger played together? Have they done that? Have they? So why would you go? Why would you go with a team that is, is untried and test untried at a, at a elite European level? 
It's the old Neil Lennon throwing players in the Rangers game just for a laugh. We do that. But, we, we do, but this was a this was a a game against a European team that sold a few of their players. Who's our first game back after their winter break? I mean, we it, it, but they're a good team. They've had great results on the road. They're playing well as a unit. They've just won the, the Norwegian league twice. These guys are no mugs. But surely we we can't run away with ourselves and think we can play. Well, well, frankly, we can't because it just got proven tonight, you know. I, and and then, but the thing is, we just we beat a team th- two weeks ago. They've just went to Germany and just punted some German mob. Know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make sense for me. I just maybe we were too confident. I don't know. I just, hmm. I mean that the Carter Vickers instant that cross in for Carter Vickers. Browning crossed. When do we see that ever again? Our defenders in the box. Our short corners. What's going on with the short? I'm just that's me. I'm, I'm getting short. Could you explain to me, Paul McCoggan, why after three weeks of O'Reilly hitting crack, cracking balls into the box, we start hitting short corners? Explain to me. We don't have anybody in the middle to use those uh, balls. I agree with you. O'Reilly's balls and corners are great. But we've still not scored from any, I don't think, in, in, in at least a few months. And it's been a trouble that we've had for quite some time where we've not been scoring from corners. And that's perhaps where your man Julian, who's sitting on the bench, uh, kicking his heels, getting told he's too slow, or whatever the reason why he's not playing, uh, should be on that pitch. Well, Julian, Julian <laughs> in that game uh, on Wednesday night, he was passing that ball through the channels and, and, and putting it past the midfield players and putting it into feet to the strikers. See, that's what he was doing. My head's like, well, why not bring him on? But I, I don't know. Like Carter Vickers had a decent header. James James Forrest had a header. Like I, I don't think this team was as good as we think they are. I just like because we could have scored two goals. We could have been three all easy. It could have been four three. Maeda gets the ball. Maeda gets the ball and doesn't think the keeper's coming out. If Mayeda gets a call to say the keeper's out, and he just takes a couple more touches, he's scored. Yeah. Uh, Forrest misses a header. And then uh, Jota at the end there passing up. I mean, what is Jota doing? He oh, should be dragged off for that. Two two against one. Like, a wee bit more... We're going to use Mikey Dowell's uh, word, of the, word of the day, composure. And we've got three goals, four goals. So how good were the, this Norwegian side? We'll see next week. But we need to change the way we do things. Yeah, I, I'm a bit worried these short corners. Is it just a coincidence that Mark McGee was in the stand and has he got to Gavin Strachan? <laughs> tell you what I've seen. Tell you what I've seen, Gavin. Need more short corners. Where does the short corners come from? They just appeared. Eh? No, I know that's what I mean. It's too much a coincidence that that Dingus was was in the ground. <laughs> Dingus. Come on, old finest. Is he known for his short corners then? Nah, he... I don't know, but he's known for not he's no he's known for not having a clue. Um, <laughs> hence why he got the Dundee job. Who's the Dundee captain again? Oh, it's uh, well, he knows everything about them. <laughs> Is it Charlie? <laughs> no, I've missed Mark McGee. But we need to we I just the football is is more complex for Angie. 
it's football I, at European I, level is more complex. This, like, this was the thing with Brendan Rodgers, very defined style domestically, which was very successful, um, but an unwillingness to change in Europe when you play against better sides with better coaches. Um, you know, we need flexibility, but I, I mean, I, I don't know where the I don't know where the balance is because ultimately Celtic domestically are a really good team to watch. So, you know, I, I, yeah, everyone seems to love Postecoglou, and I just think this is what you get with him. He's his view presumably will be we didn't play well tonight. It's a good lesson for the players because we played against a team that play this system perfectly. Um, but next week, I think you'll find out. You know where these mistakes were because he's is it next week or two mm-hmm. weeks? Whatever the starting lineup will be is is probably an indication of you know where he went wrong tonight. Maybe it'll be Hatati starting. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he'll start yes. Jack and Marcus. No, I've not heard his interview. No, me neither. But no, I mean, no. I'm just going by his. You know, and I do like listening to him talk. But you know, he's a he's a he speaks a lot. And he says a lot of the time, he says the same thing, which is, we have a philosophy. We want to be relentless. We don't want to be passing the ball backwards, sideways. We want to be on the front foot. You know, it doesn't matter who we're playing. So, you know, that's what we've got. Um, you know, if it wins as a league, great. But it might be a case of getting in the Champions League, we're going to hide behind the sofa again. Uh, see, uh, we were getting picked open, uh, but like we were pushing and pushing and pushing, and then they get the ball five minutes for a minute. Picked yeah. open. It was harking back to the last ten years of European football for Celtic at times, where we've just not ever learned the lesson about uh, keeping it shut at the back. <laughs> we, just, we, we just get countered every time. See for the third goal, Hayati. He, 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 he tries to. He, it's like we'll sco- it's two one or whatever it is, right? Yeah. And like he tries to flick a ball through, and the minute he does it, I'm like, oh no! And then was that Hayati that did that? I didn't yeah, really. See it. I was still I mean, kind of fair play to him. Like he's trying to push things forward, and it's relentless. But that one particular minute, football. Is it, your, your team, your Celtic team, is most vulnerable after a goal? That's just fact. And he just doesn't. That 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 ball just leaves us vulnerable. And then McGregor coming across and Vickers sort of looking. McGregor gets the touch, and you're three one down. After, I mean, I don't really like going through defensive goals for Celtic, but the second goal we lose is just unavoidable at every single every single stage of that. The ball getting moved in. Taylor throws a leg out and then we're just like guys just slam somebody to take a card that guy who went down injured that's what should have done it's just armour he's good he's doing all the play acting and Durant and I'm just like Durantovich watching I was just like come on guys that's not to do it that's to do with mental attitude that's to do with attitude at that particular time get rid of it stand it so, yeah, he can't float a leg at a player. The guy does a couple of wee FIFA moves, and Taylor puts a leg out to him. Taylor just can run in him, take a card, stop the game, yeah. stop the game, stop exactly what's going on there. 
and then we'll refocus. I think with Angie as well, like I think we should be again, obviously it's not gonna happen, but we should be playing the game in sections. We should try to get that ball up quicker up to their half and then reset and go again. We would, we seem to get take us a wee bit too long to get from where we're supposed to be going to. But Taylor just needs to deal with that. And Taylor play Taylor is an integral part of Celtic. Like it or not, he is. He's an integral part of what we do. I don't mind Taylor. I think he's a reasonable player. I think yeah. he uh, works his arse off. And every time he's been challenged with somebody new to come in and take his place, he's always improved. And he's always uh, learned his lesson and got better. But tonight, I thought he was <laughs> saying that. I thought he was pretty poor tonight. I didn't think he was uh, up too much. As I said earlier, he was getting pulled left, right and centre. You, you said he was not sticking a leg out. I thought the third goal, maybe you're a bit harsh, I thought it was just a bit of a freak goal, but it's just typical. It's just yeah, typical. typical Celtic in Europe. There was, well, there was three people that went to the ball when he, yeah. when he shot, which means there was probably another two people who were... Who, could have been just slipped in if they if if he'd looked up. Uh, so again, probably a case of just not having distance is not the word, but the discipline uh, to oh, just yeah. hold the line. <laughs> well, no, I, think, I think discipline when it comes to uh, defence, defensive lineup. I mean that first goal, for example. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Starfield takes a step out. And by taking a step out, the guy just puts the ball to the side off him. They do a quick one-two, yeah. uh, and they're behind him. And if Starfelt holds his line, you've got a bank of four there, and he's going to have to sh- to shoot from from the edge of the box. And it may go in, it may not. But there's a hell of a lot more chance that it won't go in than just doing a one-two if you step out. You know how many times are European? I mean, that, my head's going through all these goals, but how many times are European do we have a? A striker standing in our in our six yard box passing the ball past our goalkeeper man arms all the time. It's like yeah. here's Joshua. Joshua played me at FIFA, Mikey Dal. Joshua scores the same goal against me all the time. And he's like, I get up, you done, aren't we? But Joshua, how boring's that? And he's like, Well, it's still it's still it's efficient. I score the goal against you, you're down. And I'm like, okay. And then Celtic. Every time there's just a boy standing there passing the ball in the back of the net and running away thinking this is so easy. You're like, lads, why can't we learn? I mean, this is the total, inter-total cup. Our dreams of winning this. You know what I mean? Bodo Glimp beat Roma 6-1, can I just say? I don't... I don't oh, Mikey, we're, we're a top... We're a top team in Scotland, right? Our, 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 our competitors have just went to the Bundesliga battered some German mob so I'm not taking any we should be beating that, that team tonight and we, sh- we should the players and we should have the mentality to beat them tonight there's no excuses tonight no excuses at all I don't I just uh, but I still think we can get through no the way goes rule all that stuff's out the window so we've yeah, got a chance there's half, there's half a chance I think there's half a chance I mean you know uh, if we had their left back, I'd be more confident. <laughs> well, go and then. Go and get him. Yeah, I know. They didn't like one of their best players going sign for Hibs or something. Aye. Like, I mean, it's I don't know. They're, they're up in the Arctic Circle. They've all got these little mad porn moustaches. It's all a bit weird. 
Um, what, talking about moustaches, am I, am I, is Maida's moustache now like disappeared and it's now on his chin? Is that, is that what happened? Yeah, it used to, it used to be like a wee uh, moustache though. And yeah. you know, I, did, I know. It's I just know. south. He looked like I know, and he looked like the emperor, like the Japanese emperor. Um, oh but yeah, I don't know. So like, I, I I'm still hope my 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 uh, lovely wife was sitting on the couch. She came out after playing tennis. I never got to play tennis tonight. I didn't. I wasn't quick enough, so the courts were. You were playing Mario Kart. So I was playing Mario Kart, and I, play, I went in and watched Celtic and shouted at the TV for a bit. And the problem with youth of today. Five video games over sports. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. Five five minutes to go. Rachel came in and sat down. And I still believed she's like, there's no way you're still to go in this game. I'm like, yeah, we can do this. And if you look watch the game back, Celtic had chances to score. So my belief is still we can do this. Without the away goal rule, which would totally screw us, we can get back to level peg in this game. And what what you your changes? <laughs> what? What did Rachel think about John's ball to uh, kick him? Oh, out? that's. She's like, why am I? Why have I married a grown child? And I was, I, I actually nearly broke my knee. I jumped off the couch and slid in the, the tiles. I'm like, I mean, come, I mean, I mean, the whole time. It might seem inconsequential that we would have, we got beat three two. We still have got beat, but it changes the whole time. We go to Norway with a one goal deficit instead of a two goal deficit. So yeah. it's important and. It's, it's, it is absolutely like he should be st- sitting in his head thinking, okay, I've maybe he thinks he's played well, or I don't know if he's played well or not, whatever, right? But in that moment, in that Brendan Rogers moment of moments, he has to do the right thing there. He just has to. Like, like, he do the right thing, he's just his execution was absolutely horrific. So, but, but the right thing, look at uh, Bruno Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez. He's going through on goals against whatever it was, Brighton or Watford or whatever these teams. He's got Ronaldo shouting at him the last game, shouting at him, give me the ball, give me the ball. And Bruno Fernandes drops his shoulder, makes the keeper make a move and scores. Like, Jota could have done that. Like, he just has to get the ball closer in and then yeah, make a decision. I agree that he could have ran in with it. Yeah. Like, winning it for, Jack and for, every, for everybody on the podcast, I dropped a shoulder there. <laughs> And Holy, I dropped a shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. I dropped a shoulder, and Mikey and Holy didn't even move, didn't even flinch. That's how good defenders those boys are. Now. I mean, didn't even move. Mikey Dow just looked to me like, "Is that it? <laughs> Is that it?" So that's that's what great football players do, or really good football players do. And those dying minutes, they, they give you, a, they give you a chance. Jota just didn't do that. And that's so disappointing. And all right, if you're going under the optimistic view next week, what's your is it? What's your team? Is is it next week? I next week. Well, here's my optimistic view then. Okay, Abada and Jota can't play like they did again. It's just, it just doesn't not going to happen. You play Geo up front, and he plays like a, a a proper target man to get the ball. You play Atati because he played much better when he came on. You pick O'Reilly, and then. Angie works out a better system to play that involves his system but a better way of doing it and and we've got the players capable I don't think like I don't think Abada or Jota I think one on one against their, their left or right back they, they still had a chance of beating them I, I think I still think you know what I mean they, they, they had a chance 
of doing that, but I don't think they really tried tonight to actually maybe beat a player. Like the first half, Riley gets past a player, and suddenly the Norwegian team started. Like the minute you went past a player, that their system kind of falls down because if somebody else has to come out, and you've seen it. But we didn't do that enough tonight. We didn't come past players and make make them make decisions out of their comfort zone. I can't even remember Jota trying to go past a player. But that's that's what players have to do. Trust the system, trust the process, all that stuff. But we're not a corporation. We're not like an FT five hundred comp like sometimes you just gotta get the ball and do a bit. Beat a player, see what happens. And and, 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 and make again, make sure you've got a 2v1 situation or something like that we just allowed them very comfortably to sit on our players that's just not European football you can expect you should expect the team to come up and do their homework look at that Scottish team tonight away in Germany do you think Gio's done his homework? Mr Van Bronckhurst? like they've done their homework and done what they're supposed to do like I don't know what game you're referencing for but that's the thing. We've got to meet, we've got to understand these teams are going to come and do our homework and work out how to play Angie's system. If we don't, we're just fools. Anyway, you seen Angie's a fool? Uh, tonight, uh, tonight, I think you were having a sleepless night. So I don't think. I think that's, you will. I think okay. I remember being on here a while ago, Paulo, and you saying that like you looked at like Postecoglou's teams and they go like amazing runs, like eight, nine wins yeah. in a row and then just have an absolute shocker yeah, and then they bounce back again so you know I do think he's pretty good at re- rebooting after a, a result like that or I certainly hope so mm. um, you know, take a wee bit of hope from that but then you are always thinking like you say these are the mistakes that Celtic make every year yeah. under manager this <laughs> season so have I got so basically then so that's us I think so have I got John Kennedy's fault I don't know <laughs> Mark McGee's fault Mark McGee man must be absolutely delighted I actually <laughs> couldn't believe it I wasn't really on my phone today I was sort of messing and doing working and doing some stuff so I wasn't trying, trying to stay off my phone and then I, I've just seen some of your texts he's like what, what's, what are we talking about is this a joke and then I first thought maybe Strachan's gave the job to his son. And I was like, what, we didn't know that. Is that that's Mark McGee in a picture? What's going on? <laughs> he must be absolutely delighted. Absolutely. Because that... contract as well. How long's the contract? It's like when Newcastle went, were like always trying to appoint Joe Kinnear every time. Every time they lost a manager, I will appoint Joe Kinnear. He's been out of the game for 10 years. Mark CV turns up. I'm not saying that he's got a six-game ban immediately. So yeah, he does. <laughs> is he? After, after he had that fight at Petodre. But yeah. your man, like your man, uh, War, is it Warnick? Warwick? Warnick? He's come back in as well. He's seventy odds. He's come back in English football as well. So maybe there's a there's a point for these guys to come back. Uh, I mean, Warnock has had a modicum of success in football management, Mark McGee. (laughs) A modicum? (laughs) Mark McGee did well when I used to play uh, Championship Manager (laughs) 20 years ago. (laughs) His teams were always solid. Uh, 
<laughs> so, right, we'll call that sped time, I think. So, that's, so there we go. There's my wee rant for today, and I'm sure everybody will be saying that I'm wrong again. But the fingers crossed we can, Angie can rectify this situation because I think we can still beat this mob. 3 now to go through. Yep. I'm getting a lot of people looking at no, I think that they're probably too good for us to keep a clean sheet again. Okay. And it's probably only going to, also going to be like minus 40 or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so is this is the this Mikey Dal holy goalie combination? But I can see it. I can see it in holy, holy goalie's eyes. He's, his eyes are beginning to, there's a shine there. These young fathers, these young fathers have got just so much energy about them. Yeah, that's always good to connect with Mikey. I don't, I don't see him often enough. You don't see him often enough? Here's your, here's your chance to just jump on the podcast you know, with Mikey. Ones, you never see anything Mikey, that, uh, that's a lovely piece of modern art at the back of your, your house, Mikey. That's lovely. Which one? Which one? Oh. <laughs> <Jeez>, Top notch. <laughs> Right, I'm off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's fantastic. I'm really happy that Holy Golly. Sorry? I know, I've actually, yeah. I was half doing it. I was like, everything else, I've got all these wee jobs that I'm doing. But uh, maybe we tweet this out tomorrow, see if we get some listeners, more listeners. Because Mikey Dow is a big name in the Twitter world, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Holy, I'm delighted you, you said you would do this tonight. I apologise that Angie just wasn't. On the back phone to me tonight. <laughs> Listen to me, ran at him. It's just the way it goes. Thanks very much for having us. I'm on the hoops. I'm on the hoops. Thanks, Mikey Dal. You take care. All the best. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.